Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Welcome to Episode 8, Season 3. Cameron's with us. I think he's awake and ready to go. I am okay, here. Okay, let's talk about who was our featured person the last time. Our featured person the last time was Kate Warren. And her last name is spelled W-A-R-N-E. Born plus E. Remember the last clue? The book we, you, we got our information from was Kate Warren, Pinkerton Detective by Marissa Moss, illustrated by April Chu. Vocabulary. Cameron, why don't you start? Yes. So our first vocabulary word was a noun, and it meant a list of passengers or goods such as cash on a vehicle, and that word was waybill. The second word we were looking for was an adjective, and the definition was intended to be kept secret, and the word was confidential. And the last word was a verb, and it means prevent someone from accomplishing something. And that word is thwarting, and that word was in the clues as well. All of them are in the clues. Yes. That's right. Thank you for reminding us, Cameron. Yes. And our superhero from last week was none other than Robin. So if you guessed Robin, that was the answer. And now we're ready for the clues for this week's famous person. Clue number one. I was born in 1964. My mother is from India. My father is Jamaican. Both came to the United States to study at the University of California, Berkeley. Clue number one. I was born in 1964. My mother is from India and my father is Jamaican. Both came to the United States to study at the University of California, Berkeley. Clue number two. My first name means lotus flower in the Indian culture. My middle name is Devi, and I have a sister, Maya, born in 1967. Clue number two. My first name means lotus flower in the Indian culture. My middle name is Devi, and I have a sister, Maya, born in 1967. Clue number three. My parents divorced when I was seven. I was raised primarily by my mother, but my father remained active in my life. Clue number three. My parents divorced when I was seven. I was raised primarily by my mother, but my father remained active in my life. 
Clue number four. I rode a bus to Thousand Oaks Elementary School because the bus ride was part of a national effort to integrate local schools. Clue number four. I rode a bus to Thousand Oaks Elementary School because the bus ride was part of a national effort to integrate local schools. Clue number five. After school, my sister and I often went to a neighbor's house until our mother came home from work at her research lab. At night, mother loved to cook, experimenting with different recipes and found ways to make food fun. Because of her, I became an excellent cook myself. Clue number five. After school, my sister and I often went to a neighbor's house until our mother came home from work at her research lab. At night, mother loved to cook, experimenting with different recipes, and found ways to make food fun. Because of her, I became an excellent cook myself. Clue number six. When I was 12, my mother was offered a job in Canada, so we moved to Montreal. In my school, everyone spoke only French. I had a difficult time adapting because I had to learn a new language. <laughs> Clue number six. When I was 12, my mother was offered a job in Canada, so we moved to Montreal. In my school, everyone spoke only French. I had a difficult time adapting because I had to learn a new language. Clue number seven. After graduating from high school in 1981, I entered Howard University, which is a HBCU located in Washington, D.C. HBCU stands for Historically Black College University. It was a perfect fit for me, and I joined a sorority and was a member of the debate team. After graduating from college, this is clue number seven, in 1981, I entered Howard University, which is a HBCU, historically black college or university, located in Washington, D.C. It was a perfect fit for me, and I joined a sorority and was a member of the debate team. Clue number eight. I graduated from Howard with a degree in political science and economics and decided to become a lawyer and attended University of California Hastings College of the Law in San Francisco, graduating four years later. Clue number eight. I graduated Howard with a degree in political science and economics and decided to become a lawyer and attended the University of California Hastings College of the Law in San Francisco, graduating four years later. Clue number nine. While in law school, I decided to become a prosecutor, and my first job was a deputy district attorney in Oakland. In 1998, I was elected to work in the San Francisco District Attorney's Office. (laughs) 
Clue number nine. While in law school, I decided to become a prosecutor, and my first job was a deputy district attorney in Oakland. In 1998, I was selected to work in the San Francisco District Attorney's Office. Clue number 10. Even though I was an underdog, I ran and won the San Francisco District Attorney's Office in 2004. In 2005, I created a program called Back on Track. It helped people who were charged with low-level nonviolent crimes attain a clean record. Clue number 10. Even though I was an underdog, I ran and won the San Francisco District's Attorney's Office in 2004. In 2005, I created a program called Back on Track. It helped people who were charged with low-level nonviolent crimes attain a clean record. Clue number 11. The first syllable of my name is pronounced like a punctuation mark. Parentheses, comma. In 2010, I ran for and was elected Attorney General of California and was re-elected in 2014. In 2016, I was elected to the United States Senate and became the first woman of color to serve as a senator from California. Clue number 11. The first syllable of my first name is pronounced like a punctuation mark. Parentheses, comma. In 2010, I ran for and was elected Attorney General of California and was re-elected in 2014. In 2016, I was elected to the United States Senate and became the first woman of color to serve as a senator from California. Clue number 12. On January 2019, I launched my presidential campaign but decided to withdraw because it became too expensive. Then Joe Biden chose me as his running mate, and in 2020, I was elected Vice President of the United States. Clue number 12. On January 2019, I launched my presidential campaign, but decided to withdraw because it became too expensive. Then Joe Biden chose me as his running mate, and in 2020, I was elected Vice President of the United States. And now we're ready for the vocabulary. The first word we're looking for is a verb. Definition is, and remember, all these vocabulary words are in the clues. The definition is, bring together, make into a whole, complete. We're looking for the first vocabulary word, a verb, which means bring together, make into a whole, complete. The second clue is a noun, and it means a competitor thought to have a little chance of winning a fight or a contest. Clue number two is a noun, and it means a competitor thought to have a little chance of winning a fight or contest. Number three, vocabulary word. We're looking for a noun. Definition it is a lawyer in charge of the government side of a case against an accused person. Third vocabulary word we're looking for is a noun. 
definition is a lawyer in charge of the government side of a case against an accused person. And now it's time for our superhero. I'm once again wearing my superhero shirt. And um, this superhero is a robot. Um, and the superhero can transform from a big, from a trailer truck to a robot that fights. And the colors of this superhero are red and blue. So that are your those are your clues for the superhero of the week. Three great clues, Cameron. Very good. Let's talk a little bit about some information. Yes. So we are currently doing a contest for our listeners where if you send us an email at frostbergclc, and it's all lowercase, all together, no space between the Frostberg and the CLC. So frostbergclc at gmail.com. If you send us an email with your name, your grade, and your school, you will be entered in a drawing where you can win a book of your choice. And the book that you will win will be one of the books that we use for our podcast where we get our clues. Um, so you can send us an email or um, you can send us a message on SoundCloud with the same information. So we'll need your name, your grade, and your school. And um, once we have all of our uh, entries, we will do a drawing and then we will announce the winner and the winner will will contact the winner and then we will um, get them the book that they uh, want. If you're a teacher, Cameron, what kind of information can yes. they find on our website? So if you are a teacher, if you go to www.frostberg.edu slash clc, and if you look on the left-hand side, you'll see a tab that says CLC Podcast. If you click on that, we have all three of our um, podcast seasons on there. And if you click on uh, either one of those seasons, you will see um, a it will what will show up will be uh, extra information about our mystery person that we couldn't include in our clues. And then you'll also see the PDF versions of the clues and of the vocabulary words, so that if you're listening with your class, you'll have that. Um, and then also, um, there's also going to be a picture associated with each one of the episodes. Um, and the picture is um, usually related to the person. So, for example, um, when we did Abraham Lincoln, it's a picture of a hat, because Abraham Lincoln's known for his hat. Um, and then the other thing that we'll have on our website soon is um, we created a spreadsheet that has information about our podcast. So on this spreadsheet, we'll have information such as the person's um, birthplace. Um, we'll have the person's um, where they were, um, what year they were active um, doing the things that they did. Um, and so you can use this spreadsheet if you're looking for a particular person. So for example... If you were looking for a biography, you could use the spreadsheet and use the information on it to find a particular biography um, that relates to your topic. So that spreadsheet will be on our website soon, and that will be available for all teachers. And not only is this information good for teachers, any parents that want to know more information, parents will be able to access this information as well. Thank you. We, enjoy, we enjoyed all your information, Cameron. And we want to thank everyone for listening. And now we're going to have an audio clue for the next episode.
me out to the ball game take me out with the crowd buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks i don't care if i never get back let me root 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 for the home team if they don't win it's a shame for it's one two three strikes you're out at the old ball game it's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. <laughs>